you're a veteran or military spouse of an early stage startup or small business, you've come to the right place. Welcome to The Transition. We demystify the entrepreneur experience for veterans and military spouses who've already made or are looking to make the transition from the military and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, the voice of The Bunker. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, social entrepreneur, and member of The Bunker Labs branding team. At some point in our lives, we've all heard the saying that there's more than one way to skin a cat, implying that there are multiple ways to accomplish a goal. The same applies in life and in business. You know, I spend so much time on this show asking my guests to take off their armor. I figured it's probably time I go ahead and take off some of mine. In the early days of my entrepreneurial journey, I often felt inadequate as an entrepreneur because I didn't receive a formal business education. To be honest, sometimes I still do. When things got hard, I would often ask myself if things would be easier if I had gone to an elite business school such as Warden, Stanford, or Harvard. The day-to-day hustle of entrepreneurship just isn't very sexy, especially for those of us running one to three-man operations out of our homes, checking our bank accounts each day, and trying to prioritize how to get everything done. The longer I've been in this hustle, though, and the more entrepreneurs I meet, whether they have a business degree or not, the more I've come to realize that we're all just figuring it out as we go along. That's why for this episode of The Transition, I sat down with Army veteran and Warden Business School graduate Evan Seal, co-founder of Verb Labs, a health and wellness brand that creates clean, effective products that help you focus your effort where it matters most, living a strenuous and meaningful life. Evan decided to forego the traditional route of business school graduates, getting a job in investment banking or launching a high growth tech startup and instead decided to bootstrap a small business along with his co-founder and fellow Warden graduate and Navy veteran, Chase Hobby. Evan and his team are going through the growing pains of all small businesses currently, focusing on generating revenue, prioritizing their offerings, and figuring out what else they need to do to move the venture forward. Evan will be the first to tell you that studying entrepreneurship in the classroom is one thing, living it day-to-day is a whole other beast. There are no shortcuts, and success takes a lot of scrappiness and hustle, regardless of your educational background. But don't take it from me. You can learn firsthand from Evan in today's show. But first, I'd like to acknowledge our sponsors for today's show, the MetLife Foundation, and their commitment to supporting veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs. In addition, the foundation also provides mentorship and financial health resources to veterans and military spouses transitioning into the workforce. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, do me a favor and go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I'd also greatly appreciate if you would leave us a review on iTunes and share this show with other veterans and military spouses in your network. As I've said repeatedly, my goal is to impact 10,000 veteran entrepreneurs and military spouses, and that's too big of a task to do it alone. So if you could help me get the word out, I'd greatly appreciate it. And as always, I hope you enjoyed today's show and that accelerates you on your own entrepreneurial journey. Evan, what's going on, man? Welcome to the platform. What's up, man? Glad to be here. I appreciate you having me on. For our listeners, y'all can't see where Evan's dialing in from, but uh, I'm looking behind him. He's got a stack of books back there, everything from history and entrepreneurship. Um, so he's he's ready to get after it. I can tell he's, uh, what, what do we call people, growth mindset? You know, someone who's always learning? Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're always trying to get better at 1% every single day. So where are you dialing in from today? I'm dialing in from Austin, Texas, man, my home state. I uh, just, I grew up in Houston. Uh, and so I finally, I just moved here about a month, about, about two months ago. Uh, I've been trying to get back to Texas pretty much my entire adult, uh, adult life after, uh, leaving for 
for college and finally made it back. So it's good to be here in Austin. Yeah, I'm actually from uh, College Station, Texas. Oh, so, nice. Uh, just up the just up the street. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes sense you're in. Uh, everybody says Austin is like booming now. Like it's the place to be. It is. It is definitely booming. Uh, you know, some people it's it's a good thing. Some people it's a bad thing. If you're trying to buy a house, it's a bad thing. If you are trying to uh, get out and chop it up and 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 meet new people, it's a great thing. So, so why don't you do me a favor, Evan, and uh, take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, Evan Seal, like I said, uh, grew up in Houston, Texas, uh, really Sugarland, Texas. And, uh, you know, went to, uh, went to college at West Point, uh, played soccer there, uh, all four years. And then went into the army as a field artillery officer, um, stationed out of Fort Stewart for, uh, for about a year and then did a deployment there and then went over to the, uh, 75th range regiment, uh, at a 175 down in, uh, Hunter Army Airfield and spent the rest of my career with the Rangers, uh, doing a couple more deployments before getting out and, now I am, uh, you know, run down the entrepreneurship path uh, after graduating from from business school and uh, started a business called Verb Labs with a really good friend of mine and, and partner, uh, Chase, who's also a Naval Academy graduate. And uh, yeah, man, we're off to the races, just launched a business about a year ago. And, you know, it's it's hot and heavy and, uh, you know, we're doing everything we can to grow the business. And uh, it's, a, it's a roller coaster. It's a lot of exciting things going on, but uh, lots of work to do. What year did you graduate from West Point? Graduated in 2010. Oh, you graduated in 2010. You're my classmate. I mean, I'm not my classmate. You're a yeah, yeah. Uh, arch nemesis, right? I went to Naval Academy. Yeah, I graduated in 2010. My man, Evan. Uh, and when were you in Afghanistan? Uh, I was there 2012, 13, and 14. And, and uh, like, you know, so my first appointment was a nine month. And then I did a couple of rotations, which were four months after that so those are the kind of the years i was i was over there i mean you might have to catch up at this podcast man i was there from uh january 2012 to july of uh 2012 uh, yeah yeah we have definitely overlapped all mine were uh were over the um generally most of them were from gosh call it october to march time frame got it so, yeah we definitely we'll, uh yeah we'll definitely have to chop it up after this or and you know uh I'd love to love to hear about where you're at or what was going on, but yeah, small world. So I'm excited about uh, asking Evan to take off his armor because I kind of I typically poke fun at NBAs on this podcast, uh, but Evan reached out to me, man. I'm excited to get him on. Nothing against NBAs, I just know that the the hustle of uh, being in the in the basically. Let me rephrase this. There's a lot of us who think that, and when I say us, I mean those within the veteran community, military spouse community, who might feel intimidated about starting a business because they don't have a back an advanced degree in uh, business, whether it's an MBA or they went to some school somewhere else or whatever. And so um, I just think it's a common kind of like misconception. And a lot of veterans think that they need to have that pedigree in order to get out and start their, their venture, whether it's a tech startup or a small business. So I just poke fun at that. But if you got an yeah. MBA, it's great. You know, my best friend just graduated from Harvard. You know, we got my man Evan here from the Warden Business School, which is an I mean, phenomenal schools. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun to hear him take off his armor for us. So Evan, uh, what's something you're struggling with personally and professionally as a newly minted? Uh, well, not newly minted. You, you got minted what about a year ago when you graduated? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, about- M- MBA running a company. Yeah, well, it's funny you kind of 
you kind of entered it with that because uh, a lot of that is is very true, man. I mean, you know, to to start a business, uh, I mean, to, you don't need a, uh, an MBA or you don't need you don't need a lot. You just need a lot of uh, you need a lot of confidence. You need a lot of drive. You need a lot of perseverance. And uh, and if I'm honest, man, I don't I don't really know what the hell I'm doing to be honest. Like starting a business and uh, and and running a business is uh, it's all new to me. Um, every single day I'm learning something and, 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 you know, to kind of really take off the honor armor, I guess the big thing that, um, I struggle with is, is kind of, uh, uh, celebrating the wins and not celebrating the small wins and not being too tough on myself, to be honest. Like, I mean, uh, you know, when you start a business, there's a million things you have to do and, uh, you're constantly always looking a year ahead or even months ahead and you're, you're, you're hoping to get to a certain milestone you're certain to achieve, you're, you're always hoping to achieve something and you work your ass off to get there. Uh, and then when you get there, you know, the, the, the target moves all of a sudden it's gone. It's, it's, it's now placed another 50 meters out or, you know, another year out or whatever it is. And, and really taking a second to, to celebrate the wins, uh, is something that I struggle with. Um, and as, and as a result, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm constantly, you know, too tough on myself, uh, beat myself up for not doing well or, or not, you know, not putting in enough work, you know, working, you know, 15, 18, 20 hour days. And then still at the end of the day thinking, man, I should have been doing this or I should have been doing this. Like I'm not, I'm not doing enough. Uh, and really that's just kind of, uh, that's not true. You know, and I need to do a better job of kind of taking a second to, uh, to take a knee and, and, and look at everything I've done and, and kind of say, Oh, I mean, you know, you, you've come pretty far, man. You should be proud of yourself and, and pat yourself on the back and keep going because, you know, self-love is, is important. And, uh, if you're not doing that, man, you can get down yourself and get, you know, and get yourself into a deep, dark hole, which is, is no good for anyone. It's not good for yourself. It's not good for your loved ones, your friends, your family, no one, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be around someone who's like that. So, you know, I got to do better, better job of that. And it's something that, um, something that I work on. So do you think that's something a lot of people struggle with, particularly like higher performers, you know, like you said, you're a captain, ranger, combat veteran, you know, we got veterans on here um, that have done some amazing stuff themselves. So we're always looking for that next thing. Yeah, I think so. I, I definitely think it's, uh, uh, I think I've always been that way. Uh, and it, it's funny though. I really didn't start to realize it until I got into the entrepreneurship, uh, path, uh, you know, I was always, you know, I'm always trying to look for the next, uh, you know, you know, hill to climb or whatever you want to call it. But uh, in entrepreneurship is a little bit different because it, it just been, it, it's a longer path with, with less like uh, endpoints. You know, you can, oh, I want to go to grad school. Okay, awesome. You get in and you graduate. Okay, that's awesome. You get, you know, you have a graduation and you get to celebrate and that's awesome. With entrepreneurship, it's a little bit different. It's like, you know, you're in this thing. It's a lifestyle now. You know, there is no real end game, I guess, until you, you know, maybe if your goal is to sell a business or whatever it is. But um, so it's just a little bit different um, uh, to kind of manage it mentally. So I, I think it is to your to your point. Um, it is a, a type of mentality that a lot of us probably have. So I'm sure there's other people out there struggling with that, too. Yeah, man. Entrepreneurship is a journey. It's, a, it's like the hero's journey. We're all out there trying to slay a dragon, you know, rescue a princess. And then you like who you are at the start of it is not who you are, you know, by the end. And so there's all this like and then life comes up in the way, you know, you got girlfriends and wives and kids and all this kind of all that stuff doesn't stop just because we're out here trying to, to launch a business. And so it does cause a lot of self-reflection about like, yo, what is the meaning of life? You know, what is 
what's important. And I will tell you, I have a business coach. And one of the things that I've, I've tried to do really well is celebrate every win. And for me, it was like every time I got a paid client, a new client, it was like me and a girlfriend going out to dinner, going out to nice. celebrate, you know, because you can remember those of y'all that are listening. You came up with this idea in your bedroom, in the garage or something. And you remember that feeling when somebody first like paid you for it. Like how exciting was that? And then next thing you know, you're in the day to day of trying to fulfill the order or whatever. So you do need to take a minute to slow down and celebrate those small wins because, you know, it's always going to be something, you know, one day you get $50,000, the next day the pandemic hits. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's true, man. It's a journey. You got to, you got to celebrate the wins and, uh, and cause that's the whole, you can go through the, your entire life and, uh, you never be happy because you're always pushing the target out, man. You gotta, you gotta take a second to, to appreciate it and, uh, enjoy it and, and be present with those, uh, successes. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Before I, uh, we continue with this conversation and uh, let Evan do a deep dive on his entrepreneurial journey, I got to give a shout out to the organization that brought us here today, and that's Bunker Labs, a national network of veteran and military spouse entrepreneurs dedicated to helping the military connect community start their own business. We're committed to seeing that every entrepreneur in the military connect community has the network tools and resources they need to start their own business. 25% of transitioning service members want to start a business and they need places inside their community where they can connect with the people, resources, and support they need. We're here for them. You can learn more by visiting our website, www.bunkerlabs.org. Be sure to also register at Bunker Online, our social network for the Military Connect community, where Bunker Labs staff helps make connections to increase your opportunities. Register today by clicking the connect button at bunkerlabs.org. Evan, you were in the Veterans in Residence, correct? That's right. That's right. Ta- Talk to our listeners about what that experience was like for you. Uh, it's been awesome, man. It's, it's a, you know, it's just a cohort of other uh, other veterans out there fighting in the trenches to build a business, man. And we're all out, we're all you know going through different struggles. You know, while we might be in different industries, you know, building different types of businesses, we're all struggling with the same problems, and uh, you know, uh, both with businesses and then uh, in, in personal and, and mental uh, uh, battles as well. You know, I mean. It's like like we just talked about. It's a it's a lifestyle to be an entrepreneur, and so being in the bunker labs community, you're just surrounded by these other people that are, you know, they're they're hooking a jab and right there with you, and so you can you can kind of uh, you can talk to them about anything. You can uh, lean on them for support uh, in certain situations. You can uh, I've had situations where, you know, one of my cohort members uh, was an expert in something that I needed help with, uh, digital marketing, and they parachuted in and. You know, just you know, it gave me a ton of uh, ton of resources, ton of mentorship, and just helped me, you know, with that part of the business. So it's just constantly been these uh, uh, these these uh, engagements with people to accelerate the business, lean on them for support, and uh, really just build build friendships as well. So it's it, it's been fantastic. Man, it's great to hear. So they are listening in. Get in one of these cohorts, man. We got a bunch of different ones: VIR, CEO Circle, all kind of stuff going on. And there's something about being in the room uh, with other entrepreneurs that are going through the same fight that you are, that you can relate to. So, uh, yeah, man, glad to have you in that program. So, Evan, talk to us about how you became an entrepreneur. You know, talk to us through your transition, you know, from the military and entrepreneurship. Yeah, uh, certainly. So, 
I think my entrepreneurship journey kind of started with even when I was a little kid. Uh, my dad was uh, my dad's run his own business his whole life and been an entrepreneur. And uh, I, I still remember to this day like one, uh, just a you know a small blip in my childhood when I was asking him to go do something with me. You know, I think it was you know could we go camping or whatever it was, or could we take off to go do something? And and he made this joke that he just kind of said, "Hey, yeah, sure, let me uh, you know, let me ask my boss real fast." And they paused and said, yeah, yeah, he says good. I can, I can go do that. And I, was, I just thought it was so cool that like he could, you know, call his own shots like that and, and could take off time if, you know, if, if and when he needed to just to hang out with me. And uh, and then just seeing him grinding, you know, my whole childhood to build a business and to uh, make things happen was super, uh, super interesting to me and inspiring. So uh, fast forward, you know, after uh, my time in the service, I got out uh, and I ended up going to work for a private equity firm for for about three years. And I was what I was doing there was I was helping source investments for the for the firm. So I was going out and finding businesses that, uh, you know, were potential uh, options to, you know, potential businesses to to acquire for the, the private equity firm. And through that, I was essentially networking with, you know, founders, business owners um, who had started businesses and grew them to uh you know grew them over 10 15 years to be very successful businesses and just getting to see those individuals and you know uh you know what they have built and like the pride they had in, in building their businesses and just the excitement they had with uh basically you know building this baby um over you know a number of years was just incredibly inspiring to me uh what they did and you know those those kind of combined uh really were the spark to uh you know make me want to go the entrepreneurship path so I ended up going back to, to grad school from from that private equity firm um, where I met my my partner in uh, in our first year at Warden, and he was very like minded uh, uh, as well and wanted to start his own business. So from day one, really, uh, we started chopping it up, trying to figure out like ways we could build a business together. I mean, we were in the entrepreneurship path at Warden, so there was a lot of classes that you know we were kind of in on together, and we had to come up with a business plan and ideas and and kind of ideate on ways we could uh, start a business. And from there, you know, we kind of pivoted a couple of times and then landed on what we're, what we're launching today, which is, or what we, what we're, uh, what we built today, which is Verb Labs. And, uh, and, and that's kind of how it started. So, you know, we're just, we were passionate about doing the entrepreneur, entrepreneurship journey uh, from day one at Warden. So we weren't doing any of the recruiting for consulting or, you know, investment banking or any of that stuff. We knew, we knew, uh, from day one that we we're going to do entrepreneurship. So we're, we're all in, you know, the, the phrase burn the, burn the ships. Uh, it was very real to us. So we, we didn't recruit, um, you know, graduated and we were, you know, we we're hundred percent in, uh, bootstrapped the business from day one. We haven't taken any money. Uh, we've, we've grown it all ourselves, uh, to date. Um, and it's been, a, it's been a grind, man. Uh, you know, uh, having started your own business. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of the 30,000 foot view of, of how I've gotten here today. Yeah, man. Bootstrapping is, um, it's no joke, but the nice, I always tell people the best kind of venture capital is a, a paying customer, you know, yeah, because it yeah. validates the business model. You have something that somebody wants, but you know, you come from this elite background, right? West point graduate, um, you know, warden business school, right? So you've got all the pedigree. What made you decide to go the bootstrap route versus going out and raising capital yeah, good question, man. I think uh, it is, it is a little bit of a, a 
I don't know if I don't, I don't know if you call it a chip on your shoulder, but it was kind of this thing where it was like I want to do it, we wanted to do it ourselves, but we wanted to take control of our own future. Um, I think you know Warden Warden's a fantastic uh, institute, and they they have done they've helped helped me tremendously. But I think that you know when you go through a program like that, I think there is a very kind of I don't even call it cookie cutter, but it's this path that they kind of push you on if you're an entrepreneur. It's like, hey, you're an entrepreneur. All right, come up with the idea, get your business idea, then go straight to VC, raise your first million, and then get in this cycle of where you know you're having to raise your your seed round, your Series A, B, and then next thing you know, you only own 15% of the business, and you got you do have a boss now that you answer to, and you 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 know you don't own the business and the direction of the business or the you know the the brand or the image any of that anymore, and you just kind of are uh, set on this uh, rocket ship that you got to keep uh push into the moon and if you don't you know that's considered a failure in some in some uh some people's eyes and we weren't about that we, you know we wanted to build a business that you know was at our own pace uh you know based on our own our own vision of the business and how we wanted to grow so we've been very uh strategic about how we want to take money um it's not to say we're actually going to we're, we're going to raise a a small round not a vc round it'll be more of a uh you know it's a c round friends and family um to kind of help accelerate what we're doing. But, you know, again, it'll be very strategic and it'll be, uh, it won't be the kind of the traditional VC route. So basically you're launching a small business. That's right. Yeah. Nothing small wrong business. with it, man. Hey, That's listen, right. shout out to all the small businesses out there. I'm a small That's business right. owner, but I, I it's, we got to talk about this stuff because again, the entrepreneur landscape now, right? People have this vision of what an entrepreneur is, but like you said, your dad's been an entrepreneur his entire life. You know, you yeah. might have not raised, you know, any kind of venture capital or anything. Right. Um, but people need to understand the difference between like a small business and venture capital, you know, small business bootstrapped. Right. And I think they even have small businesses under what, 25 million now, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is it's such a good crazy. Too, right. Man. It is because, you know, like th- that, I didn't even know that. Like even at Wharton, like I was like, oh, oh like, uh, you know, if you start up, you got to raise money. Otherwise you're going to be a you're not going to make it. You're not going to have to, you're not going to be able to live a, a, a comfortable life, which is complete bullshit. Like a, I mean, if you had a, uh, if you were doing 5 million in revenue a, a year, which is deemed as super small and, and like some people's eyes, but like that's a great life uh, for, for, for many people. Um, if you're doing that and like, you know, basically based on what, like, you know, as a founder, you're able to, to take care of yourself and your family and people around you. Like, yeah, I mean, people, should, you know, that's, that's such a, a false, uh, uh, false pretense that people have, including myself, about building businesses. You don't have to have the next Facebook. You don't have the next. You know, you can build a very nice lifestyle business um, on your own. Is that where you see? Uh, where do you see VR Verb Labs? And you actually got to talk to us about what actually Verb Labs is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I'll give you a little uh, a quick overview. So Verb, so Verb Labs. What what it is? We're a, a functional CBD brand that builds targeted formulas for stress, sleep, and pain. So, uh, you know, having been in the military and gotten banged up, uh, you know, through through playing sports and just being in the military, um, you know, I was taking 800 milligrams of ibuprofen a day at some sometimes just to deal with, you know, aches and pains of getting in getting in action. If I was going to go play sports or something like that, I'm loading up on Advil or whatever it is just to just to get moving again. And uh, it's it's bad. And then not to mention, like being in the military, you know, when you're when you're struggling with you know either pain or or sleep um to say nothing of stress uh you know you're, you're constantly given these prescriptions that are super easy to get and it's uh 
it's not always the best choice. And so when we got out of the military, I found CBD. Jason and I both uh, were, were kind of struggling with different issues. I was struggling with like pain inflammation. He was struggling with sleep. And we had heard about CBD and we had started, you know, we're seeing it a little bit uh, everywhere. But, uh, you know, it was, it's very stigmatized. We didn't think it was something that you know, we should be using or it's like, you know, for us really. And uh, but we had heard so many good uh, responses from it and, and started reading about it and looking at all the clinical studies and and started taking it and just found tremendous benefits, honestly, like it was helping me like tremendously. And uh, I was so surprised and, and a little pissed off about it because, uh, you know, it's just something that, again, I thought I wasn't able to take or that was kind of like off the table for for someone like me. It's, you know, you either see things for like, you know, Chi Chin Chong or like, you know, there's weed leaves all over it. and It's like the hippy dippy type of product. Um, and, uh, and so I kind of felt like it wasn't for me, but I know there's other veterans out there struggling with similar issues, uh, pain, stress, or sleep. And, uh, you know, CBD is a, a fantastic compound that can help with a lot of that. So one of the things we're trying to do with Verb is just one, destigmatize it and get it out there into the hands of people who need it and to people who need to feel better and, um, and be better. Cause you know, mental health is mental health is physical health. So if you're not, if your mind's not right, you're stressed out or, um, you're not sleeping right. Um, those are all things that affect your physical performance uh, and uh, in your daily life. So we're, that's what we're doing with Verb. We're trying to build products that uh, help people manage those things with a natural with natural ingredients. Where does the name come from, Verb? Uh, so Verb is uh, to, you know the, the the part of speech so to be in action. So so you know to run, to lift, to to love, to devote, to you know to to feel um, is what Verb is all about. So like our what we're trying to do is just keep people in action keep people doing what they love and uh, feeling good. Yeah. And you brought up a good point too, for a lot of us, you know, we're in the military, CBD, drugs, all that kind of stuff, right? We go through a life, especially you go to West Point in the Navy of that. We look down upon that kind of stuff, right? We don't know anything about it. We don't understand anything about it, but we look down upon it. So I can imagine the kind of pressure you probably felt, you know, entering into the space, you know, kind of as a veteran trying to bring awareness to like the benefits of this because you know history is also cyclical you know native americans all these other groups they've been using this kind of natural remedies you know for the longest time this whole you know prescription medication and all that kind of stuff is like relatively relatively new yeah 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 it is and that's also it's been uh uh from a uh from a personal like identity standpoint too it's it's a little bit challenging too because you know uh, you know, you're worried about your, uh, I'm not worried about their reputation, but like, you know, like when you associate yourself with that, there's certainly people that just immediately, um, will, will kind of cast it aside. Like, Oh, Oh, you're, you know, that's a CBD, but that's a, that's a, a weed, that's a marijuana business. And it's like, you have one, you have no idea what you're talking about. If anyone says that, then I immediately know that they don't understand anything about the plant or the compound or anything. But, you know, there's, there's people who just kind of cast it aside and think that it's, it's uh, it's this drug and it's not helpful and it's it's bad and uh, you know whatever it is but um, you know it's a it's a load of crap honestly I mean there's there's some really promising uh, clinical studies that are coming out about it and there's some really smart people in the space and it's helping a lot of people whether you look at uh, you know what the clinical studies have actually uh, produced or you, you look at the testimonials across the across the world I mean people are it's really helping people and and, um, and if that's the case then uh, you know that's what that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, my girlfriend has a CBD company, so I've learned a lot, you know, out here. She doesn't have a CBD company. She has a wellness company, right? Let me get yeah, that she, right. Yeah. 
uh, because she corrects me. But I've been able to see all of the. I've learned a lot just being out here in the you know New York City area and traveling to these pop ups and stuff with her. Um, it's been real um enlightening. So talk to us now about actually founding the company. All right. So you're in Warden. You know you're doing the little you know entrepreneurial classes. You're whiteboarding stuff out. You get your deck ready. You got your business plan ready. All right. Talk to us about how you actually brought the vision to life. Gosh, man. Yeah, it's uh, small steps, man. One foot in front of the other is 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 what I try to always tell myself. Is because you can get uh, paralysis by analysis. You're already you know you try to think about where you should be a year from now or what what the end product should look like and there's a million things you need to do, need to do to get there but uh you know at, at the end of the day you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other so what we did was you know we want we knew we wanted to we target we wanted, we knew we wanted to build targeted formulas for stress sleep and pain so we had to find we had to find a partner that would allow that would help us to be able to do that so we wanted to get um we wanted to partner with a really smart team in terms of formulators that had been doing this and knew what they're up. They knew what they're doing, um, and uh, and get them to help us formulate these uh, proprietary blends. So we, uh, you know, gosh, we went out there and, and did hundreds of calls with with contract manufacturers and formulators, and you know, uh, just kind of shaking the bush to try to find whoever we could to, to help us build these things and, and someone that we felt confident in. Um, and we eventually found someone. So we found a team of formulators out in California. Uh, they were co-located in a medical facility with like a pain management clinic, a neurology mm-hmm. clinic. So, you know, one of those big medical facilities with, with kind of a bunch of different uh, specialty uh, 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 clinics around there. And they were uh, our, our team, our current team was getting referrals from those clinics uh, for patients looking for natural treatments to, you know, uh, substitutes for like opioids or, uh, you know, other types of prescription drugs that didn't want to take them and, uh, we're looking for you know natural remedies. So they were they were formulating uh, uh, products for those types of people for the last four years. Um, and so we went and partnered with them, and you know we said, hey, look, we're trying to build these targeted formulas specific to pain, stress, and sleep. Can you help us? And and so over the next you know probably five to six months, we iterated on a bunch of different uh, formulas to try to dial in exactly what um, we thought was the best. Uh, in product. And from there, we, you know, we kind of, we, we landed on a set of products and that was, that was kind of step one. Like, let's get a product that, you know, we think is, is, uh, is our champion and get it out and start testing it with uh, customers. So uh, that was kind of step one, uh, got the product, um, you know, started testing it one, obviously with ourselves, and then close friends, family. And then from there, you know, we were onto something, we got a lot of positive feedback and, and then, you know, get the website up and you're off to the races. So you were doing all this while you were in school? Yeah, 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 moonlighting. No, that's super so. dope. All right, so I want to I want to use this as a teaching moment for our listeners too. So you talked about a product, right? This is like your flagship product. Is it the right. thing that like um so what was that? What's the flagship product? Uh well, so there's three is three different unique products. Um so our first one was was work and rest. Work is a uh daytime CBD formula for stress, and then rest is a nighttime formula for sleep. Were you selling um, those all at the same time, or were you just selling one of them? Just like, hey, you know, try this out. Uh, we were selling both of them at the same time, and then we added a third a couple couple months later. The reason I want to use this teaching point is sometimes I feel like the entrepreneurs, right, we come up with all these different products, you know, like this whole menu, but you need the one thing or two things that is really going to, you know, 
you're going to drive your growth, right? Like you yeah. can nail this, you know, like you said, sleep. And what's the other one? Uh, uh, rest or uh, rest and work are the two. two. Yeah. Rest and work, right? Like just driving those boom, 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 get no sales in and stuff instead of like offering, you know, 10 different products that you're like running around crazy trying to feel, um, and not yeah. really just kind of, you know, dial it in. So that's just a teaching moment for our listeners. So good, uh, on that, just real quick on that. I mean, that's, that's actually a great point you bring up because we, uh, through our process, we actually, uh, you know, we did launch with two, um, and, you know, having looking back and after you know tons of guidance, we've been in you know some of the some of the best uh, mentorship programs through Warden and through Bunker Labs, and uh, you know we're in the, another program called PenFed. We we we're, we're being coached and mentored by some of these you know, some brilliant people. And and to your point, Mike, I mean that that is something that they actually uh, kind of came down on us pretty hard. By like, look, you you guys need a, a you're trying to do too much. We were we were already looking to build stuff in like outside of CBD and like hydration and uh, you know. Uh, um, like BCAAs and recovery powders and all kinds. We were trying to do it all. And then they're like, look, 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 focus, focus on, on one or two of these SKUs and, uh, and, and, and get after it. Like own, own these, own a niche, um, you know, um, niches for riches is what, what I think one of them told me is like, look, own a niche, find out what, what does well and get after it. You don't have to spread yourself out too thin because you're also spreading yourself out uh, in terms of marketing dollars and, and messaging and all that stuff. If, you, if you're if you hyper-focused on one product or one solution, then you can dedicate all your resources to it. So I think it's a great point, Mike. Yeah, I think it's, uh, as the founders, right, we're visionary. You know, so we love coming up with the ideas, whiteboard and stuff. We don't want to do the day-to-day, you know? Like yeah. the day-to-day of like, oh, my God, I got to sell this one product, you know, 100,000 times or 200,000 times. But this is important, right? Just what you said of, you get the delivery of that one product, whether it's through e-commerce or whatever, hook, line, and sinker, boom, then it's just plug and play. You know, you're like, we know who our perfect customer is. We can sell this product. We know how to get it to them, packaging, everything. Instead of trying to do that with 10 different products, it's like nail that first one. But this is something you learn through experience because people can tell you all day, but it's like touching that stove. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. man, whatever. We hear you. We're going to go and do the BCA powders too. And then you get punched in the face and you come back and you're like, you know what? I think you're right, man. We're going to focus on these two. Yeah, that's right. That's right. hundred percent. So you said bootstrap, right? When, at what point did you go into your savings, whatever it was to pay for this stuff? Uh, what was that? And what was that like mentally for you? Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's still, it's still, uh, you know, that's a real thing still. Um, I mean, yeah, I was in I was in grad school at the, when we launched. So like, you know, it's uh you're in kind of this uh you know, you're in this kind of state of, like different it's just gets a different world when you're in grad school, I feel like because uh depending on how you're doing it, whether you're, you know, I I didn't get uh I didn't get 100% of the GI bill, so like I was paying for grad school, so you're taking out student loans and I also had savings from working prior that I was uh, you know, using and then, so I have, I have money in my bank account, right? Like from these student loans that, you know, I, I obviously bake in some uh, personal expenses that you're allowed to do. And then, so I had this money and I'm, I'm deploying it into the business. Not a ton, honestly, like we're, we're being very scrappy, obviously it's our money. So we're, we're being real smart about how we're using it, but you know, definitely allocating some money towards it. And then now having graduated now is like, you know, I graduated in, uh, in July of last year, but, uh, you know, that's when the, that's when the timer really starts, right? Cause you're not getting paid. 
Uh, you know, if you're fortunate enough to build a business where it's, it's able to generate revenue to pay yourself, that's awesome. You're killing it. But, you know, we're, we're still not paying ourselves. Uh, we're plowing everything back into the business. So, uh, you know, everything I'm, everything I do, every, you know, all my living expenses, everything, student loans, all that stuff is stuff I'm paying for. So, uh, I mean, it's real. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think the one of the things that, uh, you don't hear about entrepreneurs is like, and I, I assume is rich. Like most entrepreneurs, I mean, like you're broke, right? Like you're you're putting everything you have into these businesses. Like you're you're uh, you're spending it on the business. And if you're really trying to make it work, like uh, you're you're uh, you're fighting to make make it work. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's a scary it's a scary thing to do. But you know, everyone else went through. It. Other people have done it. Uh, I won't be the last one to do it. So people will come after me as well. Did you have to battle any psychological? things as you were heading to do this you know because when you're coming from an environment like that like i went to navy went to west point right you're graduating people are going to take on vc firms or doing all this kind of stuff and you're like yeah me and my buddy are going to go do this yeah. cbd company and we're not going to get paid for a year by the way yeah yeah totally i mean gosh you're seeing you know you you read all you can read all the stats and stuff about what type of salaries people are getting out of getting coming out of uh coming out of warden and um and it's fantastic, like salaries, and you're seeing all your buddies go get these high-paying jobs, and they're buying new cars, and they're buying houses, and and then uh, I'm like retrograding, like right, like I like got out of the military, I had a really nice job, then I started going, to, then I went to grad school, now I went to entrepreneurship path, so it's like, um, but I know it's like I'm, I'm building equity, right? Like that's what I tell myself. It's like you know you can, uh, you know, getting a job is great, and and, and if, you, if you're loving what you're doing, then then right on, um, you know get after it. But, uh, but I personally, uh, find that, you know, working for myself and building equity into a, into a business that, um, I love and I'm passionate about is, is, uh, priceless. So, you know, um, I'm in, I'm in it to win it. So, you know, I'm, I'm putting everything I have in this thing. I'm, I'm confident that, you know, this will pay off. Talk to us about one of your lowest days as a, as a business owner. <laughs> oh man, they're, they're, there's a lot of, man, it's a roller coaster. It's one day. It, they're going to be in one day today. I was, uh, you know, today I found out that, uh, so we're like, so CBD is, is challenging in the payment space because, mm-hmm. you know, some banks don't allow payments or, you know, uh, you know, credit card processors, payment processors, banking is all challenging for CBD and the cannabis space in general. So, you know, uh, this morning we're having one of our best months ever. So May, it's not even the end of the month. We'll have our best month ever, uh, this month, which is awesome. That's exciting. Like I'm all fired up. Then, uh, then the next thing I know, I find out that, uh, the subscription services that we had launched as part of our business, which it's really hard to launch subscriptions with CBD. There's only, there's like these, there's only certain payment processors. There's only certain, uh, subscription service providers that will work together. And also all of them will allow CBD. So like, uh, you kind of have to like really patch it together to, to get it to work. It's not a simple plug and play like like a, a normal business. Well, today we found out that uh, our the subscription services that we've been running, the uh, provider essentially like their code didn't like jive with Shopify, and so like all of our all of our subscription customers prior to uh, really about a month ago will have to roll off. Um, they roll off just automatically because the code like broke with Shopify and this, this like custom app we built, uh, which is like terrifying. Um, so that's right. like, you know, that's like a, that's like a huge uh, kick and you know, you know, punch in the stomach really. So 
you know, one second you're up and you're, you're all fired up having the best month ever. And the next, you have the next moment I'm putting out a fire, calling up customers to and re-enroll them back into their subscription offering. So it's, you know, it's, it's constantly like that. Uh, and you think, you know, sometimes you just think like, Hey, this is, am I, is this, am I cut out for this? Is this thing going to go or are we going right. to do this thing? And, and then, and then, you know, and then it does, and then you have an awesome month. So it's just, it's wild, man. It is a, uh, it's a true roller coaster. I mean, you hear, you hear entrepreneurs say it, uh, and you don't really believe it and you don't really, you can't really understand it until you're in it. So. What was the highest day? I know you said uh, you guys got like best sales ever, but like in this journey so far, what's been a day when you've been like looking at yourself in the mirror, like, yeah, man, fist pumping. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. We, uh, I think the coolest, well, one that just immediately came to mind was our first retail deal. We got into Huckberry, which is a really cool online uh, retail store. They do like uh, outdoor apparel and gear. It's like a, a kind of like a premium uh, REI, if you will. Um, it, it's a super cool store. And like, uh, you know, uh, for us having just started, like we landed a deal with them and got into Huckberry. And, uh, and when we found out, uh, you know, Chase and I were like, you know, like we were on the call with the, the, the buyers and we, we heard everything clearly, but then we got off the phone. We looked at it, like, we did like, did, so we're in, like, we're in Huckberry, you know, like we got into Huckberry and we're all fired up. And, uh, and then immediately we were like, kicking ourselves in the ass because we're like, wait, how are we going to fulfill all these orders? We got to get, you know, we got to get inventory in, we got to get the packaging right. Like, how are we going to do this? It's all going to fall apart. Um, so that's another one of those things where it's like, we should, you know, you got to stop and, and appreciate that win. But that was, that was very exciting for us to get a, a big order. And, uh, you know, we were only about three months old at that point when we got that order. So um, that was super cool for us. That's awesome. And how many people are on your team? It's two of us, me and Chase. So y'all are doing the fulfillment, y'all are doing the customer service, y'all are doing all that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're about to. Yeah, we're. Gosh, I got. I just got packages in today for all of our bunch of inventory, but we'll probably outsource inventory or fulfillment here pretty soon. Uh, it's getting to that point, but everything, everything right now is us. Yeah. Y'all hear that? So when you go to the website, and you know, for a lot of entrepreneurs, like when it's info or contact us or we at the we yeah. is usually like one of us, right? Like, oh yeah. The, the, the the founder CEO at least when you're first starting out you know yeah 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 totally uh, even the website I mean I, you know, we built we built the website ourselves we we've done everything you see right now with the verb the logos the labels everything everything you see the branding is all all us um, as of now we're, we're we're doing a refresh here coming up soon where we hired a branding agency to kind of you know GQ our stuff but um, I mean yeah right now is the most raw uh, verb verb will ever be. Let me ask you this, because I think a lot of our listeners are going to be curious, right? They hear people say, oh, I'm not taking a salary. I'm not doing this stuff. How are you able to cover your own expenses and whatnot if you don't have income coming in? Uh, savings, really. So I'm, I'm using I'm using a lot of savings that I, you know, gosh, I mean, uh, when I was in, I was working in private equity before school and I made some good money and I was able to save up. A lot of that went into grad school and then it's still uh, carrying me a little bit now but i would also say it's you know being supplemented with credit cards right like 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 that's that's financing that entrepreneurs can use you can do uh you know you can use credit card debt um you can use um you gotta you gotta get creative i mean that's not that's not unique to us i mean um you just have to be creative on how you're coming up with capital and just you know you gotta you gotta be smart uh, model it out make sure you have enough runway to support yourself uh and then give yourself a uh give yourself a timeline i mean 
you know, I have my own timeline that I can I can push this thing till and until we either re receive funding or we get to a level where we can start paying ourselves enough to to support us. But um, yeah, man, it's it's all just kind of a, a mix of of myself, credit cards, uh, savings, all kinds of stuff. I appreciate you sharing that for our listeners too, because again, this entrepreneurial journey, there's so much fluff out there. You know, you can see people on the cover of Forbes, but you don't see is their credit score. You know, you don't yeah. see all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's real and we're all in it. People have side hustles. You know, people figure it, you'll figure it out. You know, totally. but you just got to be smart and you got to think through it. Yeah. The uh, I, I was in a, a lecture at Wharton with uh, the, the CEO of La Cologne came in, who's an awesome dude. Uh, very cool guy and obviously very well achieved. I mean, it's a, it's a billion dollar business. But he even said the same thing. He was like, you know, what people don't understand about being an entrepreneur and owning your own business is like you're constantly broke. And I'm like, you know, you're thinking like, what is this guy talking about? These guys running a billion dollar business. And, he, you know, that's probably not you know, entirely accurate. But, you know, you feel it. You always feel it. I and mean, I think that's a real thing that, you know, people don't understand about entrepreneurship. Um, they, they, Like you said, they, you know, you see, um, you see these magazines, you think everyone's just crushing it, having these awesome lives. Um, they're having awesome lives, but, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a grind. I think of it like a muse, right? Like there's this imaginary figure that's standing behind me and he represents the day that we run out of money, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that's he, right, that's right. He, he's a little further away now, but when the pandemic yeah. hit, he was standing right exactly. over my shoulder. Yeah. Y'all, he, he was, was like, on my neck. he was breathing down your neck. Uh, but it, it's real, you know, cash flow, all this kind of stuff. Right. That's why we yeah. need these kind of platforms for our community. You know, the veteran military spouse community is to just get all the nonsense out the way and tell people what it's really like and what they can expect. So when they find themselves up against it, they realize that they're only facing what others have met and that they will yeah. push through and persevere. So, I, again, I appreciate you you being honest and uh, sharing that, that with our listeners. So talk to us about, you know, what's next? You know, what's what's on the horizon for you? Yeah, so we're uh, we've got a bunch of exciting things in the work. I mentioned we're doing a uh, doing a rebrand kind of. It's, it's not a, it's not like a rebrand of the name or anything. It's just we're we're updating our our website. We're getting you know we we hired a, a branding agency to help us kind of uh, standardize our look and feel based on our mission and, and like who are who we're targeting. So that's really cool. We're excited about rolling that out. Um, uh, and then we're uh, we're also doing a we're raising a seed round, friends and family round to to accelerate some of the things we're doing. So that's also exciting. Um, yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot of, uh, we're getting some, uh, some wins each month and we're doing well. And, you know, we're, we're, we're excited about that. And we're excited about accelerating it. So that's super fun, man. We're, uh, we're doing that. And uh, we're also working on some cool initiatives outside of the business uh, as part of our activism. Uh, we give 10% of all of our profit back to uh, adaptive athletes. So, um, you know, individuals who have lost, um, limbs uh, for whatever reason, um, you know, we, we partner with organizations that provide them with specialized prosthetics so they can get back in action and, and get back on the field or get back in the gym or whatever it is they want to do. Um, that's something that's really important to us. You know, we've had teammates and friends who have, uh, who have, you know, gone through that, that struggle and, you know, they're back on the field crushing it. And that's just, you know, it's been really inspiring to us to see, and we want to support that cause with our business. So we're, you know, we've, we've partnered with uh, Adaptive Training Academy and, and Challenge Athlete Foundation to, to, you know, give back to those communities. And that's something that we're going to dig in a little bit deeper on and continue to, to continue to give back on. So that's something we want to get more involved with in the future. And, and we'll continue to do that. So 
that's exciting, man. And then just uh, helping more people with our products. Um, like I said, you know, I know there's a lot of veterans out there that are dealing with mental health issues, uh, um, whether it be, you know, problems sleeping because of PTSD, uh, you know, just stress throughout the day because of P PTSD or, um, or even pain, you know, I mean, just getting beat up from being in the army or, or whatever it is. And, you know, our products, our products are really helping people. I just got a, a note from a, an old Vietnam vet who said that, you know, our product was, he hadn't slept, slept well. And, you know, most of his adult career, he normally gets about four hours of sleep, but he was using our CBD, uh, our rest formula and, and said that he got his first real night of sleep and was just like beside himself. And like that message back to us is like, why we do it, right? Like that's, that's why we're doing this is because, um, you know, we want to help other veterans and, and, and just everyone really, um, you know, deal with those issues. And so, uh, you know, going forward, we just want to, want to build that out and help more people. That's awesome, man. Uh, that's great to hear. And uh, we should we do a whole. We could probably do a whole podcast on sleep. Maybe we bring you back on to talk about sleep because I know that's yeah. something a lot of a lot of people struggle with in general. But I've been having this conversation with a bunch of veterans about how many of them struggle sleeping just from you yeah. know being on watch, doing this, and it's like you know being able to get in bed before like nine or ten o'clock. Right? It's like so hard for a lot of people. Yeah, man. We we uh, it's very core to like what we're doing with Verb. I mean, there's sleep is you know. Uh, 70 million people, uh, you know, have problems with, with, with sleep in the U.S. So, I mean, it's a systemic problem. I mean, if you're not getting eight hours of sleep at night, you're not operating at 100% during the day, just period. That's a fact based on science. Like that is, you're, you're just not operating uh, at full capacity. And like, why would you not want to operate at full capacity? So, um, you know, if you can, if you can help that, if you can get the right sleep, um, you're just going to be that much better going into the day. And you can get more done. You're going to be, you're going to be a better person. You're going to be a happier person. And, you know, you're going to, you're going to do, do better. So, um, yeah, sleep's a big problem. It's a big problem and, um, we're trying to help. Now, one thing I realized I didn't ask you, do you have a wife, got any kids? Are you in this just solo dolo? I mean, what's it look like on that, on that front? Yeah, no, I, I have a girlfriend. I've been dating her for four years. Uh, she's awesome. She's, she's honestly, you know, other, you know, a quick side, side note on that. I mean, if you're, if you are an entrepreneur, uh, uh, you know, having, having a spouse or, or just a, a, someone on your team, like, you know, like I have Sarah, um, gosh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without her help. Like, I think if I was on my own, I mean, I think it would just be 10 times harder. Um, she, she comes through in the clutch, uh, every single day, honestly. And so, uh, yeah, it's a big, that's a big plus, uh, yeah, huge help on my end. So we're happy to hear you have a shoulder to cry on, on days yeah, like yeah. day when, uh, you know, credit card payments and stuff get canceled. That's right. Yeah. That's the, that's the biggest thing. Big shoulder. So we've got listeners from all over the country, all over the world, veterans and military spouses who have already started their business. They're looking to start a business, but I want you to talk to them as an entrepreneur, someone in the fight. What advice would you like to, to leave them with? Uh, baby steps. Just take one small step in front of the other. Like don't, don't get, bogged down by all the thousands of, of things you need to do and, and, uh, you know, different options. And like I said, paralysis by analysis, like uh, focus on that first, that 50 meter target. Like, what is it? If you need to build a new product, what's the first thing you do? If you, you know, if you need to source uh, contract manufacturers, okay, then write a list, go through them, call them and figure it out. And then, all right, boom, you got that step done. Now move on to the next step. Just keep, keep pushing forward. Don't, don't, uh, just don't get bogged down with all the different millions of tasks you need to do. Um, you, you'll, you'll slowly, 
you know, you slowly but surely you'll you'll look back and you'll see how far you've come. But you, know, you just gotta you have to kind of just trust that these small targets, if you can knock them down continuously, um, you're gonna get there. You're gonna get there. So just stay stay confident in yourself and uh, keep pushing forward. Don't give up. Well, Evan, I appreciate you spending some time with us today on the transition. Dropped a lot of gems. It was great to hear your story. How can we as a community support you? Uh, uh, check us out. Check us out on, uh, on, our, on our website, vrblabs.com, or uh, follow us on Instagram. Just be a part of the, uh, you know, follow along on the, on the journey. We'd love to have, have you along. And, uh, you know, if you're interested in any of the products, um, hit us up too. We'd love to help. Your social, what about your uh, Instagram? Where can people contact you? Uh, Instagram is VRB Labs. So it's just at VRB um, underscore Labs, L-A-B-S. And then if anyone wants to hit me up or has any questions, you can email me at Evan at VRBLabs.com. And I, I would be remiss too. Y'all know I'm a reader, right? I love reading entrepreneurial books. And like I said, my man Evans here has got stacks. Uh, you got any book recommendations for our listeners? It can be a book, a podcast, you know, something that you uh, encourage them to check out. Yeah. We, uh, my favorite book right now, I just, I always keep going back to, I actually, uh, was, uh, I did, I, I was in this program that actually like recommended it to reread. And so I, I went back, went back and reread it. And it's called essentialism. Uh, it's, it's a great book. It's about, it's about, uh, you know, focusing on what matters to you most and, and running after that as hard as you can. Um, you can make a, you know, you can make a thousand cuts in a million different directions and only go an inch, or you can focus on one direction and run a mile. So, um, that's what the book's all about. It's, it's, uh, it's a great, uh, it's super helpful. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's been very impactful in my life. So highly recommend it. Yeah. Y'all check that book out. Uh, essentialism. I think it's Greg McEwen or McCowan or something. Greg McCowan. Um, the, that's right. Yeah. The disciplined pursuit of less. And I actually applied one of the yeah. principles in my own life. I put a email blocker. There you, know? you go. That's it. <laughs> Getting overwhelmed. Too much input. I'm like, man, I got to create good content. I got to run my nonprofit. Got run my for profit. I ain't got time, you know, to get yeah. all these random emails or meet with people. So, um, great plug on that. And again, Evan, such a pleasure having you here today, man. And uh, excited to see and follow your growth. And I hope the the community gets out there and supports you. And for all our listeners, make sure you subscribe to the transitional iTunes, Spotify, or whatever listening service you're using today. We'd greatly appreciate if you left us a review and shared this podcast with someone in your network who you feel can benefit from the information. I am on a personal mission, y'all, to impact 10,000 veteran entrepreneurs and military spouses. This is a big lift. This, is any, this isn't something I can do on my own. I need you as a community to get out there and uh, help get the word out. We're creating this amazing content to help you all uh, navigate and thrive in your entrepreneurial journey. And so we appreciate it if you uh, share this, this podcast with others. If you want to get plugged into the Bunker Lab ecosystem, visit our website, www.bunkerlabs.org. Select the city nearest to you and sign up for our local newsletter. From there, attend one of our networking events, either in person or virtual. Also, I strongly encourage you to get connected at Bunker Online, where you can learn more about our many different programs to support your entrepreneurial journey. We have programs that'll take you from idea to invoice, incubate you, and position you to grow alongside other founders and CEOs. You can register today by clicking connect at bunkerlab.org. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next time, peace, love, and have a great rest of your week.